And welcome to the Daily Dose, part of the Afrojutu podcast. I'm your no BS host, entrepreneur, podcaster, and mentor. And today's show, we'll talk about the best four formats to have for a podcast show in 2021. Let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six-figure business. Each day, I share secrets on entrepreneurship, business, and marketing. So strap yourself in for your Daily Dose from your no-bias entrepreneur, Afro Duritu. So this topic comes to me because, obviously, I've got a cast. Let me close those windows down. A podcast program. And more recently, I started to think about next year and planning. I discussed that yes in yesterday's show about 2021 and start planning now for then. Don't wait because too people, many people wait for the 1st of January to rock around and go, right, today's the day I changed my life. And you really want to build the momentum beforehand. You want to build it in December, ready to launch for January. So you've got some traction and momentum. Otherwise, generally, you tend to fall you know, fall short or you tend not to get the result you want ideally. So this show this show today is particularly around the four best formats to use in 2021. Now I've used all these formats uh, except one, but I know of it to be popular. And now the reason why I'm talking about this is because t- podcasting is massive and it's growing industry day by day, week by week, it's consistently growing. And it's, as I said, there's 1.6 billion websites, if you didn't know that, and over 15 million active YouTubers. And there's only just over a million podcasts. So there's a massive wide gap there in the market. And it's time to start to capitalize on that gap. Podcasting allows you to show you as an expert in the industry, share your knowledge. It's a great way for brand awareness. It's great for top of the funnel awareness as well. So, and it's great for leverage for guests and all kinds of great things. And that's what I want to talk about today. So the key four things are, so you've got number one, I'll share the pros and cons of each one as well. So you've got number one is a solo show. So right now, this is a solo show. This is me talking to you, my audience, just me and my own. And it's got some pluses and it's got some negatives. So the pluses are that it's just me. So I'm accountable to myself. I don't have to wait for anyone else to join the show. I don't have to get guests on. I don't have to worry about co-hosts. None of that other stuff is just me saying my piece. So that's a massive advantage. I have full control of what happens in the show. I have full control of what I say. I can decide to change topic on the day. I can wait and go, oh, I'm going to cover this topic today and go, actually, I don't like it anymore. I'm going to cover this. And sometimes that happens. I can plan my own day around that, my own structure. It's down to me. So I'm fully accountable. The, the disadvantages are it's me on my own. So I don't have any, anyone to bounce ideas off. I don't have this back and forth. Uh, and that could be, potentially can be, you know, less engaging depending on the host you are and how you host your show. So that's kind of like number one. So that's kind of you doing solo episodes, but you get loads of freedom, you get loads of scope. I can decide tomorrow I'm going to totally change the whole structure of a whole podcast show in a drop of a hat because I decide. Now, number two is a co-host. So co-hosting is when you've got another person with you, say, for example, in the studio. Now, that format I've used before with Farah, so I've co-hosted a few podcasts with her, and that was back in probably two years ago, so 2018-19, when we had our show together. And it was all around relationships and couples and business and what's happening. So we just shared insights of our lives, essentially. And at some point, we're looking to come back to that because I don't think there's many podcast couples or many couples that do podcasts that also own business together and share their lives together. So I think that could be a great topic and attract a different kind of audience. So that's something we may come back to. But the thing with co-hosting, the good number one pro is that you get to have someone else on your show. 
Okay, so you get someone else on your show, which is brilliant because then you have ideas to bounce off back and forth. That's a massive plus. Another plus is that you bring different content to the table, have different insights as well. So I have different versions. Like Farah's in a podcast right now upstairs and she's talking about goal setting. I'm listening to bits of it as I'm preparing for this show thinking, I wouldn't do it that way. I'll do it this way. So that's already different. And it's good to have different views and opinions. It's totally fine. You just got to expect other people's views. And that's what the kind of co-host allows you to do. Also allows you to bring, like, as I said, fresh perspective, different input, so many different things that are really positive. The negative side is that you're relying on someone else as well. So if someone else is feeling sick or someone else doesn't want to do the show anymore or someone else can't make it, then you're on your own. So you might end up doing some solo ones as well. So it allows a lot of trust and, re- and relationship building. So you're going to really have someone you trust, you really like, someone you're, you engage with really well, someone that you can communicate well with. And you want people want to see that relationship build over time. So if you've ever seen any sitcoms or any talk shows, or anything where there's a pairing of some kind, just think about like Friends, for example, Rachel, there's more than two of them, but in parts you've got Joey and also Chandler, and they're good friends throughout the whole series. You see that relationship develop, you have some turmoils, ups and downs, but overall you see that relationship and how solid it's built. So that's what you want to do with a co-host. Okay, you've got to be very careful of your choice. So make sure you're picking the right kind of person, your same values, same beliefs, because that makes it a lot easier in the long run. Also think about who shares the intellectual property, because that could be an issue later down the line. So some advantages and disadvantages of that. Number three, I like this one personally, is experts. So give me expert panels, guests on your show. I like this one because it gives so much variety. So Lewis Howes really leans into this one. A lot of podcasters do, generally speaking. But Lewis House is probably the one that comes to my mind the most. And that is him having a guest on, an expert in a field or industry. And it's bringing that, you know, the school of greatness brings that greatness to the table. So you can have any kind of guest you want from any era, any sporting um, events, any kind of backgrounds, any business, different kind of businesses. You can have experts in the field of medicine, nutrition, fitness. You can bring all kinds of guests on onto your show and that allows you then to to share that knowledge as well so normally my guests for example are guests that i'm i one really respect and admire number two i want to learn something from them and number three i I definitely know my audience will learn as well so i'm learning for myself my audience gets great value and i absolutely love that version of it and it creates creates great relationship expands your network gives you great leverage and opportunities as well in business because i've said this before you have them on for half an hour before the show you talk about what the show could possibly look like. You talk for an hour on the show and you talk for half an hour afterwards. You're getting about two hours of solid engagement to build a relationship off. And then later you can use that relationship for leverage or see how you can perhaps, you know, start a business or joint venture together. There's all kinds of things that can come from that. The downside of that, obviously, is you've got to find guests. So consistently, you've got to look for guests. You've got to think, okay, who could be my next guest? Do I want this kind of guest on? You will eventually start getting approached by certain people. I've had a couple of guests who approached me and said, have me on your show. Then I've got to think, is this the right person for the show? And sometimes that's hard to like turn people down. You think, oh, it's a guest, but they're not really going to add the value I need or my audience needs. So you've got to decide. You've got to filter it. Think, it's not about me. It's not about the guest. It's about the audience. And that you got, I've got to put the ego aside. So if you're hosting a show, you've got to do the same thing. So these are great ways to create content. And also, if you're just starting to thinking about starting a podcast in 2021, these are some formats you can use. And the last one, number four, is more like a chat show kind of 
style, I'd say. It's the one where you kind of have a panel, if you like. So there's three or four of you, maybe. Definitely more than two, so three to four people. Um, James Smith PT has this thing, he has three or four people. My what Farah loves that show, I don't listen, but I know that he has now three or four people. And they're just literally sitting down, three or four mics. Barbell Shrugged is a good example of this as well. I think it's called Shrugged Collective now. It's gone back to Barbell Shrugged. But they, they're like three or four guys, have guests on, they have different kind of engaging conversations. And that's really good because it bounces ideas off. You get regular people, you get different views and opinions. And it, it, it's such a great way to share content because you're, they're bringing the audience as well. It's like any other, it's like a sitcom. Like I said, there's certain people like certain characters, for example, in Friends. Even me and Farah are watching The Crown now on Netflix. And there's certain people you like. We find Philippe hilarious. So you might think, oh, I like Margaret or I like the Queen, wh- whoever you like. But you, you attach yourself to certain people. And that's what the good thing about of having a chat show style is each person will bring a different angle and different view and opinion. More so than a co-host. The disadvantages are obviously you've got to get four, three to four people in a room at the same time. And that could be quite messy at times. Like how, what time do you film it? How do you record it? Who's where? People are holidays. So you get all these kind of, you have to be very disciplined. And I did this when we had a show called More Like the Coach Collab, where we had three t- different people coming on a show. So a slightly different format, but it's very hard to get the timing right. Okay, because you've got to organize three to four people. And if you ever try to organize a party or a meeting or an event, it can get like, oh God, who's turning up? So that's something to consider, but it has massive advantages as well. So they're the kind of four ways you can structure your format of your podcast if you look to launch it, relaunch it, or looking for just the ways to kind of get more content on your show because each way brings more value or different layers of value. So you've got the first one solo, like me and the day else, just me. You've got co-hosts where you have someone else on the show with you every single time. You've got expert guests where you bring experts in. They bring the audience as well. And number four is more chat show style where you've got you know, three or four presenters all talking about different things at different times. So I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Dose. Let me know if you did. Give it a screenshot. Give me a tag, A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U, Afro Duitu. Hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And if you enjoyed today's Daily Dose, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. And as I always say at the end of every show, take control of your life before life takes control of you. Woo! And thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing. You have been listening long enough, guys. It's over 100 episodes now, which is absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate people who are listening to the Daily Dose, part of the Afrojutu podcast. And if you are getting value from this, please consider subscribing. It helps me reach more entrepreneurs, educate more entrepreneurs, and helps me to reach my goal of 10 million entrepreneurs, which is a massive goal, but I need your support and help with that. So click subscribe right now if you listen on podcast or Spotify or Google Podcast, whatever platform you listen on and listen now. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow's Daily Dose.